and welcome to the Wild Wonder podcast, where we seek to demystify and democratize holistic wellness practices by speaking with today's leading practitioners. Today, we're all about glamour magic, and we have writer, bookshop owner, and witch, Christina Rosso-Schneider. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me again, Kristen. I'm so excited to be here with you today and to talk about glamour magic. Of course, I'm so excited. From the time, I had never heard of it. But when I had Ashia Zwita on the podcast and they mentioned it, I want, I was like, wait, I can't ask more questions about that because we were talking about sex magic and then bringing it into glamour magic would have been a whole nother episode. And now it is a whole nother episode because I really want to know more about it. Uh, Can you give us like a quick uh, explanation as to what glamour magic is? Yeah, definitely. So uh, one like, you know, like dictionary defined definition is um, glamour magic is using your aura or appearance to change the energies around you to achieve the outcome you desire. Um, but to put it a little more simply, it's basically shifting how others see you or how you see yourself in order to manifest a specific outcome or desire. Um, so I think it it does connect really closely to um, sex magic that you mentioned. I loved that episode with mm-hmm. Ash, their dear friend of mine. Um, but that very much it's that idea of um, bringing in confidence and power into your own body and your own energy, and then mm-hmm. how that impacts your interactions with other folks, whether it's in a job interview or on a date or whatever it might be. Can you give an example of how that would work? Like say, say you are going on a job interview, how would you incorporate glamour magic um, so that you could be at your best at this interview? Yeah. So there's so many different ways that you can do it. And I feel like it's really personalized depending on, you know, what your interests are, what feels good to you, but it could start with something as simple as, you know, getting ready for the interview, um, maybe, uh, your ritual for washing your face and starting off the day, you know, maybe there's a specific, um, face wash you like to use or a mask you want to use first thing in the morning. Um, for me, and you can see like I'm wearing a bright, Lipstick. Um, lipstick right. is huge for me in my glamour magic because I feel like um, not only do I think lipstick looks really beautiful and I love to experiment with colors and certain colors like a bright red or um, like a, a darker like burgundy make me feel really powerful um, or give me like a pop of color and fun to, to whatever my vibe is that day. I also think that with lipstick particularly, um, that it reflects strong communication and confidence in communicating. So if I was going into a job interview, um, I would pick a lipstick color that makes me feel in control in a situation. And like I feel Mm -hmm. comfortable sharing my voice, Um, but it could also be in how you dress. Maybe there's a specific um, outfit that is like your interview outfit. I know Mm -hmm. when I was uh, an adjunct writing professor, I had a specific outfit I would wear every time I went to a college because it made me feel professional. It made me feel a little older because I was early twenties at the time, but I also felt comfortable. Um, and I thought it also reflected my personality. Um, and then it could even be, um, something like picking, uh, your power color, which Mm -hmm. is not a term that I came up with. Um, (laughs) Actually, a witch and a business owner named Chelsea Selby came up with this term, mm-hmm. uh, 
power color. So that could be, you know, your favorite color or uh, picking a specific color for the occasion. Um, you know, I usually think of like red to be this bold, confident color, but maybe mm -hmm. yellow makes you feel that way. So those are just a couple ways that you could use it if you were going into an interview, for instance. So would you have to start with the intention, I'm assuming, like if it's in an interview, it's obvious because you want to get the job. Hopefully that's why you're going to the interview. Um, but then there's, how about just day to day? How about you wake up? Is there a way to use glamour magic to kind of add some oomph to your day? Maybe you wake up feeling kind of blah and, but you want to be at your best. Yeah, absolutely. You can use glamour magic every single day, um, throughout your day in different ways. Um, and it's like any type of magic that it's really important to, you know, be connected with yourself, with your body, with your mind, with your spirit. Um, and so grounding yourself is always a great place to start. Um, it's something I've been trying to do more because I feel like, especially in the morning, I wake up and I see my big to-do list as a business yeah. writer and a creator. And, you know, there's so many things on the list. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, take five minutes to meditate or to focus on breath work or even, you know, spending a little bit longer washing my face in the morning, not making it such a rush thing can mm. start to ground me before I set an intention. And that intention could be to have a relaxing morning with a cup of tea and a good book. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Or it could be, you know, preparing me for the day. So in terms of glamour magic for something like that, definitely think, no matter what, ground yourself first and then figure out what your your goal or your intention is. Um, and so it could be any of those things I mentioned with a job interview, but mm -hmm. on a daily basis, it might be just being a little more intentional with maybe the loungewear you're wearing since so much of many of us are working from home. Right. Right? Or, um, you know, just trying to find ways to tune in to yourself to be like, I'm great in this moment. Um, a thing that I've been working a lot on as well, which goes, it's like where therapy and mental health goes hand in hand right. magic um, <laughs> is that I have an affirmation that I've started saying to myself once a day. Um, and I, I try to actually look in the mirror, take in my appearance, take in my body, no matter, you know, what words might be coming up because I feel like um, the thing I struggle the most with is negative self-talk and mm, self-judgment. Don't we all? <laughs> um, don't we all? Exactly. Um, and, and so I try to look in the mirror and be like, this is, you know, what I look like today. This is how I feel in my body today. This is how I feel about my body today. But mm -hmm. no matter what, and this is what my affirmation is, I am enough. And so mm. I look in the mirror, I make eye contact with myself <laughs> and I say this. And it feels really silly a lot of the time, mm -hmm. but some days it gives me that extra boost of like, you've got this, like go about your day, whatever it is. And whether your day is a productive day or a more restful day, it's an affirmation and a little bit of magic to get me through it. I can imagine that's a great shift. I'm one of those people that rarely looks in the mirror for better or worse. Um, so I, I can just imagine myself looking in the mirror and trying an affirmation would already make such a change in my in my morning practice versus quickly washing my face and like putting on all the oils and then getting prepared. It's taking a more mindful and intentional approach to how you start the day. Yes, absolutely. So if is it ritualized? Like are there different components to it that have to be there or it's more free than than like 
step by step by step? Is it something that kind of develops organically or do you think there are certain components that that allow for glamour magic? The only things I think that have to be there is the some element of grounding and tuning in, checking mm -hmm. in with yourself and setting an intention. I think after that, this is a type of magic that can be so fun and can be so freeing and so individualized. And it's not something that I necessarily go into like, I, I have this intention and I'm going to do this specific makeup style, but maybe that for some people that might be, um, mm -hmm. for me, it's, uh, it's more of like, how am I feeling in this moment? What is going to help me get to that intention and feel, um, the confidence that I need to actually manifest whatever that intention is. So it is a, it can be a component of your manifestation process because even changing your mood is a form of manifestation but maybe something bigger. Can we touch on like going on a date? Yeah. Um, how would you use glamour magic when you're about to meet someone for the first time? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I'm like, I haven't been on a date in so long. Um, <laughs> at least. Um, but you know what? I went on a date with my husband last night for the first mm -hmm. time in a long time and, and recently had a friend date for the first time in like oh, and right. it felt very much like I was getting ready for a first date. Um, so, yeah, so you can, you know, your intention could be as simple as like, I want to have fun tonight, right? Or right. I, uh, you, that you want to feel comfortable in who you are and confident in who you am, or like, I am enough. Maybe that is, mm -hmm. maybe that's your affirmation, your intention before you get ready for this date. Um, right. So taking some time, however long you need to kind of check in with yourself. And then, I mean, I would have a lot of fun and I do have a lot of fun whenever I'm getting ready for a special occasion or a date of getting ready, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, maybe I do a mask beforehand. I went to a wedding last weekend and I did a face mask and also did a deep condition in my hair, you know, painted my nails, just really cool. took that time to mm -hmm. feel very luxurious, um, which I think is also a component of glamour magic, that it's not just rushing to get ready, but taking your time, enjoying it, finding pleasure in the process mm -hmm. uh, and the manifestation. So so all of those things, and then, you know, what colors are speaking to you if you're going on a date, maybe you want to, if red makes you feel confident, maybe you're wearing a bold lip. Um, maybe it could start with what you're wearing underneath, right? Like going back mm. to sex magic and the idea of not necessarily even the act of sex or being intimate with someone, but right. being intimate with yourself and what underneath your clothing makes you feel confident. So mm -hmm. maybe it's some really beautiful lacy bralette, right? Um, right. Maybe you even, um, you know, put a crystal somewhere on your body that makes you feel confident. Um, mm -hmm. I often carry amethyst with me because it helps to calm me. Uh, but maybe right. put something more like citrine or rose quartz if you're going on a date, right? Um, and another thing you could do too that would be great for a date or an interview with Glamour Magic is to create your own little charm bag. Um, mm. So basically you just need a little bag you could use some dried herbs, um, whatever specific herbs are aligning with your intention or speak to mm -hmm. Maybe you put some crystals in there as well um, and literally could take a safety pin and hook it into the inside of your bra or your pants or inside your purse. Um, I like to physically have it touching my body. Um, cool. and, and that could be a little something you're like, I know I have this. <laughs> that could have a little secret. <laughs> Yeah, and then you could say to your intention into 
the herbs into the crystals, into that charm that you've created. And that's a whole ritual in and of itself before you even go on this date or your friend date or whatever it is you're embarking upon. I think that's really cool. I was just thinking, I also like to jam music before I go out. And then my musical choices are always aligned. Maybe I don't speak out my intention, but they're always aligned with what I'm trying to convey or trying to embody as I step out into this new activity. I was specifically thinking about the first time in a year, like you were saying, that I saw my friends and we had an outdoor picnic and we had a Bridgerton party. And so all morning I was just like blasting the like the instrumental music from the show. (laughs) And I had all the books out. Um, And I think my intention was just to be a loving and warm host, uh, hostess. And yeah, and I think it worked. Um, so I just wanted to add the music part of it. Do you ever use music in your glamour magic? I'm so glad that you brought that up because music plays a huge part um, in, especially when I'm getting more glamorous with my look or I know I'm going to have a fun night. I usually will put on music um, to get me in the right energy, the right vibe, the right mindset. Um, or if I'm going on an interview, maybe I listen to music that like really pumps me up and makes me feel confident. So you can definitely add magic into your glamour magic ritual. I'm curious to know if you also use it when you're doing something you don't necessarily like. Like I hate doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. So what I do when everyone's asleep is I'll blast some prints or something like that, which makes me feel like sexy or loving or something. So it becomes more interesting to me to do the dishes, <laughs> light incense or candles, and then play prints and then it'll it'll change it in some way oh my god I love that you do that I need <laughs> to do that more um, <laughs> yeah I think music plays a big part I also have been listening to audiobooks a lot lately mm. so that feels even though you know my husband might be upstairs working I'm doing dishes or something um or even like answering emails for the business that it feels very tiring at times yeah. and stressful right and very monotonous the like antithesis of glamour magic, right? It's not fun. It doesn't really make me feel good. Um, but I will, whether it's music, whether it's like putting on comfort, like TV, um, mm. or listening to a really good audiobook that like just I'm reading, especially I think this is important during the pandemic where like right. my husband and I, and so many of us are sharing contain spaces with our houses, with our children, with our families and friends. Um, and so to like pop in headphones and just listen mm-hmm. to something that only I am listening to feels really sacred. Yes, it does. I was just thinking of one day in particular when I just went outside and I was like, I just need no one talking to me for 10 minutes while I do some yoga. This is my space. I love that um, time for you. Yeah, it's tough. But we, we have to do it. Or I think you know, there goes the mental health aspects of it. Um, And you mentioned at the very beginning of this interview, the aura that glamour magic has something to do with auras. Now for maybe listeners that don't know what an aura is, I'd like to begin with what is it or how would you describe it? And then how is it related to glamour magic? I mean, I think of, I'm not going to have like a technical definition of aura, but I think (laughs) auras as energy um, Mm -hmm. associated with um, our person, um, with, and then also I think that, um, gets a little into chakras, but I also think of auras focusing on different parts of the body as well. Um, but I think that it's a, it's an interesting way to think about energy and atmosphere and what you're giving off. And so, 
of both what you're outputting and what you're receiving. So mm -hmm. in terms of glamour magic with auras, um, one exercise you can do. So I would say to do this after you've grounded, set your intention, you've done whatever part of the ritual is going to be the glamour aspect, mm -hmm. makeup, taking a ritual bath, making your charm. And then I'd really focus on your aura and your energy and kind of amping that up before you start going into whatever the work is for the intention, right? Because I think mm -hmm. part of any type of magic is putting on lipstick isn't going to make you have a great first date. Right. <laughs> There's, you set that intention and then you do the work, you know, that lipstick maybe gives you the confidence to be more open um, mm -hmm. or like tell your dumb jokes on your first date, right. whatever it is. Right. So one exercise you can do to, um, kind of grant, like hone in on your energy, on your aura and, and have that kind of force field expand and encompass you and then go out into the world as you're moving into your actual work of the intention, um, is to literally start with your hands in prayer hmm. and then close your eyes or do whatever you need to, to ground yourself and slowly start to pull your hands away. It doesn't have to be very far from each other, but basically mm -hmm you want there to be enough space as though you're holding a ball of light or a sphere mm. there. Um, and whether it's better for you to have your eyes closed or a soft gaze, start to visualize your energy. So ground into your body, tune into your body. What are you feeling? You know, what are you smelling? Mm. What are you hearing? Um, how do you perceive yourself? How do you want to perceive yourself? Right. That's a big part of glamour mm -hmm. magic and focus all of that energy into this, ball in between your hands um, and just feel what that energy feels like. Um, sometimes for me, I will feel like warmth through my body, mm. maybe like traveling up my arms. Um, maybe I'll feel some kind of vibration. Maybe you don't feel anything the first couple of times you do it. Like that's totally fine. And just part of magic and trying new things. Mm. Um, and then you can release that energy by literally, you know, you expand your arms, Maybe you want to do some kind of big, like broad, open thing to release it. Um, mm -hmm. But to release that energy, feel it surround you, feel it go out into the world, and then you can move into it. So that's how mm -hmm. I would use the the aura piece. Um, I would say when when you're when you're considering this energy would you or do you think some people see it as a color because we talk about aura so often as a color? Um, so when you're doing this work, will some people be able to tune in or even visualize a color? Oh, absolutely. Um, that is a, I feel like I sometimes see colors, um, mm -hmm. sometimes not. Um, if I see colors, I really lean into it. Uh, the other night, this doesn't have to do with glamour magic, but it has to do with magic. I did a <laughs> um, full moon ritual with some friends and mm -hmm. we, um, uh, created a cone of power and we're all holding candles into the air and uh the the witch that was kind of taking us through this this section of the ritual was talking about our consciousness and our power linking and mm -hmm. so i think it was a combination of the the candle flickering and i closed my eyes and all i saw was bright golden yellow color oh, cool. and i so i took that in my mind and then i I visualized all of our, like each of us having this color coming out of our heads and then linking together to basically create this 
amazing like sun um, with all of our minds. And so sometimes I do energy wise um, aura wise see color. And if I do, I lean into it. Um, and if you don't see color, that's okay too. <laughs> Do you think it's in any way linked to you were mentioning uh, power color? So the the few times and I don't know much about aura colors at all, um, but the few times that somebody's read my aura, they had a color that they said was like the main color. Is that any way um, tied into your power color or those two different things? I don't know a ton about uh, <laughs> about this to be able to give you one answer mm-hmm. or the other, but I I definitely. I personally think that there is an association between colors. So, um, you know, I talked a little bit earlier about um, like thinking of confidence and powerful colors and that Mm -hmm. besides red, um, like a yellow is something that some folks think about. And I think about, I think about citrine for instance. So for me, uh, especially someone who does a lot of candle magic and loves the fire element in general, which I think fire element is great for um, glamour magic as well. Um, that it wasn't a surprise to me that the other night in that ritual, I saw yellow when we mm. were using candles and, and I felt like this connected this warm energy. So I think there's definitely, there can be a connection. I don't think there has to be, but I think, mm-hmm. but I'm sure someone knows more about this than I do. <laughs> so what do you most often feel is your power color? Um, I feel like different shades of red or purple. Mm -hmm. So I love like a, look, obviously I'm wearing a very bright pop of color on my face, like a cherry red today. And I always Mm -hmm. love that. And I also have red hair. So I feel like that's, (laughs) um, but I love like a very dark red or dark purple. Um, those colors for me just they make me feel confident. They make me feel sexy. They make me mm-hmm. feel witchy. Um, and so I often, in terms of lipstick or nail color, will often use one of those. I also have way too many velvet dresses in those colors, <laughs> velvet, um, which is also another thing tying into glamour magic specifically that, you know, there's colors, there's maybe a dress you love. There's maybe a type of fabric or material that really speaks mm-hmm. to you. So velvet is something that if I put on velvet or like a black lace top, right? I feel mm-hmm. good about myself. If those are right, nice, um, they feel nice on my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, they're soft. They're beautiful. Um, and so that that could be a thing too. But maybe there's a specific pattern. Maybe you really love polka dots. Um, maybe you also love lace and velvet. Another thing to think about. Too. That's cool. I always think about my cats jumping all over this counter and she's going to be on the microphone. Um, (laughs) So if you hear cats, it's a cat. Um, I always think about, yeah, textures of things when I'm getting dressed. Um, And I feel like some people are more sensitive than others. But although I do love lace, there's certain lace that doesn't feel good on my skin. So I'm always very careful with that. Um, So that's a a great thing to consider when you're attempting your glamour magic. as a writer, do you use glamour magic before you begin a new project? I don't usually use glamour magic before I begin a new project, but I definitely, in terms of writing, will use it before I have like an important meeting or deadline for a project or before, um, you know, I don't do these as much because we're living in a pandemic, but before an important reading or something, mm-hmm. I definitely use glamour magic. The last time that I remember like actually going through the steps of it 
um, is when I had uh, a couple of months ago, I had a important phone call about a potential book that I might write mm. um, and a book proposal that I, I need to actually really start working on. Um, <laughs> I was feeling really nervous about this phone call and was feeling, you know, I had a lot of self-doubt coming in and imposter syndrome is huge for so many of us. I mm -hmm. actually feel like this is something that I've been talking a lot about with fembodied people, um, that the world we live in, if we are presented as female already, doesn't take us as seriously. Yeah. And so we feel like we really have to fight to be in spaces, but sometimes we have to convince ourselves that we deserve to fight to be yeah. in that space, right? Um, and the, the person, the publisher that I was having a phone call with is a, at least seems to be a heterosexual man, mm -hmm. a lovely person. Um, but, you know, I go into that thinking, you know, he probably doesn't have to worry when he goes into a meeting or yeah. he's not stressed about this phone call because he's the one in control, right? He is the mm -hmm. publisher. I'm the potential writer, talent, whatever. Um, and so I, I took the time to uh, I did a few things. So I did a little bit of candle magic. I did a little bit of glamour magic. Um, so I dressed a candle specifically for the phone call, came up with an intention for the phone call, as well as a mantra to say to myself. Mm. So often with my candle magic, um, after I set an intention, before I light the candle, I will say out loud my mantra. Um, mm -hmm. But I also used this mantra um, as I was getting myself ready. Uh, I wore this uh, beautiful turtleneck dress with a witchy pattern on it that makes me mm -hmm. feel powerful and witchy and creative. Um, and I had it had an excuse to wear it because where have I gone in the last <laughs> year? So it's like 11 o'clock on a Tuesday and I have like full hair and makeup, <laughs> and, you know, a dark lip, this skin tight, like beautiful dress, mm -hmm. lighting candles. I like cleanse the space. I'm like basically chanting to myself. Mm -hmm. um, but it was the steps that I needed to feel confident to get on that phone call. Um, and I, I definitely am a very type A person. So I was like way over prepared for the phone call too. Um, and the phone call was like super chill and lasted like 15 minutes. I was there for like an hour long call. Um, but I feel like I, at least I hope, I felt in the moment like I was coming across confident like mm -hmm. I knew what I was talking about and I know I know what I'm talking about not only because right. why would I be writing about some a book about something if I didn't know what I was talking about but also I had spent days preparing for this phone call just in case he might ask me any of like a million questions oh my gosh, yeah. um and so it made me come into it feeling a little more uh like tuned in and aligned with mm -hmm. myself and with my confidence um and I also think a, a thing about glamour magic is sometimes it's, you know, I'm not doing this and just immediately I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, you're the baddest bitch ever. <laughs> sometimes I feel that way and that's amazing and that's the goal. But I think it's also important to acknowledge that with, with especially this type of magic that you're mm -hmm. working towards confidence. You're working towards right. believing in yourself. And if you believe in yourself, other people are going to believe in you, right? Mm -hmm. If you walk into an interview and you own the space, even right. if you're faking it, people will pick up on that and then they'll mm -hmm. think that you deserve to be there. Um, yeah. I often get told, you know, 
before the pandemic when I would read um, at bars, at bookstores, all over. So often folks would come up to me and compliment me and said, you seem so confident up there. Your reading was amazing. Like, I don't know how you do that. And, you know, if, if it was someone that I like kind of knew, I'd be like, do you want to know a secret? Like, I'm <laughs> terrified when I'm up there. Right. Right? I'm totally terrified, but I practice. I sometimes mm. even practice small talk and jokes before a reading. I practice reading the material. I spend a lot of time thinking about my outfit, not only how it looks when I look in the mirror, but also how it feels in my body, right? Because if you're not comfortable mm. in what you're right. wearing, right. that's going to come across, right? So doing all of those things, putting on that bold flip color, saying that intention to myself, um, inviting friends that make me feel confident and supported. Mm-hmm. Like all of those are things that go into it. Um, that's like, I don't, I'm not always confident. I'm rarely as confident as I come across. Well, it, it, it's also really thinking it through because a, a lot of times we wake up and we get into these situations. I, I feel really validated. And I think so many people will too, of you sharing your story of stepping into an interview or a meeting where you're this femme presenting person and I'm already you're on having to consider how am I going to be welcomed into the space, if at all. Um, and all I could compare that to before being introduced to Glamour Magic is I would just think to myself, because I'm also of smaller stature, like take up space, just be bigger than you are. And like, if that was a mantra, then that was my only one. Just like be present in the space and take up as much space as you can so that you don't become diminished in the space. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it's so interesting too, because you're talking about, you're like, I'm with a smaller stature. And so I feel like I need to take up space so I don't disappear. And it's, it's interesting because I'm, I'm on the taller side. I'm five, eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very voluptuous build. Um, and so, you know, I, if I was going into an interview for a teaching job, I wouldn't want to wear too high of heels mm-hmm. because I don't, want to take up too much space. I have to be very mindful in what, what my clothing is, uh, mm. because I don't want to, you know, show too much skin. Um, I also have a fair amount of tattoos. Like those are always mm. that depending on the situation and being a woman, mm-hmm. I factor into how I dress. And there are some people who are like, I don't care this right. is how tall I am. I'm going into the space and I love those people. I see right. those people and I, I'm like, you, you are what I'm going to work towards manifesting <laughs> confidence to just take right. space. Um, and so it's, it's interesting how, you know, different body types and everything can mm-hmm. impact, uh, you know, whether we are trying to take up more space or uh, take up less space or be mindful of the space we're taking up. And how beautiful that we could be inspirations to each other, um, that we could look at another person like you're seeing this other person that's like, I don't care. I just walk into the space as I am and you could take me or leave me. Like, yeah, that's what I'm working towards too. And I don't think I always embody that, but I think something like Glamour Magic can help me embody that, to be intentional about how I want to step into the space, how I want to feel in a space and what I want to accomplish, if anything at all. Maybe it's just to feel better. Maybe it's just to be able to be more open and free when I move into a space. I think it's profoundly important for so many of us. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, especially now that we've spent so much of the last year, you know, 
in our homes, probably <laughs> wearing pajamas. Yeah. You know, um, I'm someone who's gained weight in the past year. And so sometimes I look in the mirror and I don't either fully recognize myself because I also like, you know, don't get my, I just got my hair done, but like, mm -hmm. general, I don't get my hair done right. as I used to. And there are all of these things that I used to do before the pandemic. Um, even like going to a yoga class in person right. that made me feel better about myself was a way to connect with others. Um, you know, I, I'm someone who loves to wear multiple outfits a day. Um, mm. That's really hard to do when you're working right. from home. <laughs> right. um, and then, you know, now as we're starting to move into this new normal, folks are getting vaccinated. Um, I think glamour magic is a wonderful um, tool to use to, um, a make everything feel a little more ritualized and, and special, mm -hmm. right? So going out to dinner with your girlfriends, maybe would have just been fun and you wouldn't have spent a ton of time getting ready. Maybe you went straight from work in the past. Um, but now that mm -hmm. we're starting to do it and it feels, you know, extra exciting, yeah. you know, even if it's pausing for a moment, centering yourself, putting on a beautiful lipstick, throwing on those heels, even if it makes you six feet tall, um, just to make it feel a little more special. And also mm -hmm. on the other end, to use glamour magic to, to give you confidence um, and security as you start going back out. Because I, I know that that's stressful for so many yeah. of us um, because of A, the pandemic, um, but also B, I mean, for me, I'm someone who's definitely comes across and I would say is an extroverted introvert. Yeah, I would agree with for that myself. So it's been really important for me to, I mean, I'm a Gemini son. So I love mm -hmm. connecting with folks. I love talking. I love, you know, all kinds of talk, small talk. I love, like, I love getting to be deep conversations with people. Yeah. Um, I love meeting new people. I love seeing people that, I, that are dear to me that I've known for a long time. Um, but I'm also someone who needs my own personal space. Um, mm -hmm. and I found that after the last year, um, I'm more nervous to go into new settings. I'm oh, me too. Yeah. People. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm saying this for myself as much as anyone else, you know, glamour magic can be a wonderful way to, to start to get that confidence to go back out and to meet new people, um, to, or to reconnect with friendships that maybe you know, you haven't gotten to talk or see each other as much in the last year. Um, and so it can help you be more confident and be a little more intentional in those spaces. And maybe even to ha make it special that time that you spend by yourself in your introverted space. I was just thinking when you said that, like went out for the first time two weeks, a week ago, and we were outside and it was a picnic and there's a bunch of people. And the next day I felt exhausted. It felt like I had been up all night partying. And that is obviously because I've been home for a year not talking to people. And all of a sudden I was talking to 20 people at once. Um, and I wasn't thinking about glamour magic in the moment, but it, I did kind of ritualize my day so that I wouldn't feel bad about how I felt and kind of started playing music for myself and dressing for myself and reading certain books that would make me feel relaxed and peaceful and calm and enjoying my time on my own while I recovered from this massive social thing <laughs> yeah no i love that and that's that's a huge piece too um we went to our first wedding this past weekend and so it was so much fun to get all dressed up and i took photos and the wedding was beautiful and um i had a wonderful time and i felt comfortable and safe which was great 
Um, but I was, I felt my energy was so depleted. I felt like I had given so much of myself and mm-hmm. I really had to like turn on for that. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously Glamour Magic helped in that situation. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I had to work at the shop the next day. So I didn't really get to take it <laughs> like you just outlined. But, um, you know, all types of magic, no matter what they are, you know, self-care is a huge part of that. And her magic is going to be stronger if you feel strong in who you are and are taking mm-hmm. care of yourself. Um, and so I love that idea of thinking of glamour magic as like, well, you know what? I had a big day yesterday. So maybe I'm going to take a long bath. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a specific oil or, um, you know, sugar scrub or something that I want to use that makes me feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. Feel comforted, makes me feel safe. Um, you know, listening to music while you're in, in the bath, having mm-hmm. a cup of wine, um, ordering yourself a bagel from a really great place that you love. Like glamour magic doesn't actually have to be glamorous, right? Mm-hmm. It's about how it makes you feel um, and is about taking care of yourself and connecting with yourself and empowering yourself. I love it. I'm going to do more of it. Um, but for those of us just getting started, do you have any tips? Yeah. Um, I think that the best thing to do is to start wherever feels right for you. Um, if you're someone who doesn't wear a ton of makeup, you know, maybe that aspect isn't the right fit for you, or maybe it is. Maybe that's like, something maybe you want to try there's also mm-hmm. something i was thinking about as i keep talking about lipsticks i'm like well we're still wearing masks when we go outside most of the time. <laughs> you know, maybe it's wearing a really fun mask i have enjoyed mm-hmm. finding really beautiful masks and trying to like match them with my outfit um <laughs> but you know if you're wearing a mask you could wear like i love sparkles so like mm-hmm. a really beautiful sparkly eyeshadow right um mm-hmm. or uh, doing something fun with your hair color. Um, so you can start with something physical, whether it's makeup, whether it's hair color, um, whether it's your clothing, um, those are all great. Um, but you could also, I mean, maybe a great place to start is to just take some time meditating on what makes you feel good, mm-hmm. um, what makes you feel strong, what makes you feel powerful. And so if it's wearing beautiful clothing, then then go that route. If maybe it's more about nourishment, maybe your glamour magic can be more focused on what you're putting into your body, right? Maybe it's mm-hmm. making your own tea. Um, I have a friend who started making her own teas, which are delicious. Oh, wow. um, or, you know, preparing a really decadent meal for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. You don't see why that can't be glamour magic, right? Because what we put into our bodies is so important, mm-hmm. really impacts how we feel. Um, not only physically, but how we feel about ourselves. Right. Um, you can have a date night for yourself with some glamour magic and then maybe some sex magic comes into that too. <laughs> um, I also love the idea of experimenting with colors. So whether mm. that's looking at crystals, whether that's looking at clothing, whether that's just spending some time maybe learning more about auras or um, focusing on some uh, mindfulness practices that might uh, tie into visualization and see what colors are coming up for you and seeing how you can um, weave them into your everyday. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you want to buy books that are a certain color or, uh, you know, you tie a different color ribbon to your bag, depending on how you want to feel that way, um, I think could be a great place to start. 
That's so funny that you mentioned books because I've never been into romance novels ever. And I don't know if it's like you get to a certain age and all of a sudden you need like some romance novels in your life. But I was with a friend in the shop and I was like, I just read romance novels like twice a month now just to get in a certain mood or to like feel inspired or to like be more romantic with myself. Um, so I love that idea of not only the color of the book, but also the genre sometimes lifts me up or changes my mood in the way I want to be changed. Absolutely. I mean, and as a bookstore owner, <laughs> I, love, I love the idea of, you know, trying a new genre or um, finding books that, that bring you comfort and joy, uh, especially during this time, I think is really important. Yeah. And speaking of books, you have a new book coming out. I do. Halloween this uh, year. Yeah, I have a new book coming out on Halloween or Statwind, depending on if you celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called Real Conjure, and it is a short story collection um, that takes place in New Orleans. And um, it's interconnected stories that focus on um, either female or non-binary characters, basically mm-hmm. trying to exist and survive and thrive in the craziness of New Orleans, the craziness <laughs> of the patriarchal world, um, and it blends fairy tales, mythology, and folklore to create what I at least think is a really cool um, world and um, essentially my own mythology. I love it. I cannot wait to read that one along with your very well-received last book, She's a Beast. Um, I have many friends that purchased that book as well. Um, It's beautiful. Uh, For others that have not yet been introduced to your work, where can they find you? Yeah, so uh, you can read a lot of my work for free on my website at christina-rosso.com. And if you're interested in purchasing my first book, She's a Beast, which is a collection of feminist fairy tales, you can either do so at, um, there's actually a link through my website, christina-rosso.com, um, or you can order it through my bookstore, anoblaidiaphilly.com, or the publisher, apeppublications.com. Um, and then just stay tuned. I will be releasing more information both on my website and the bookstore's website for Creole Conjure. So we will be opening pre-orders for that probably late summer, very early fall. Awesome. Um, I'm subscribed to the mailing list. I think everyone, if you're interested in these books and Christina's writing or witchy work, please subscribe on her website, which I'll put all the links and everything below this video. Thank you so much for being here. I feel like I learned a lot about glamour magic. In fact, I feel like I've been doing glamour magic without knowing it. (laughs) Now I could be more intentional about it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun talking to you and it's been such a pleasure to be on this podcast again. Ah, Thank you. I hope to see you very soon. Have a beautiful day. And that my friends was the wild wonder podcast. I am your host, Kristen Yorka, and I want to thank you so much for being here with me while we explored glamour magic, Christina Rosso Schneider. The wild wonder podcast is brought to you by our Patreon patrons. To contribute, please visit patreon.com forward slash wild wonder. You may also contribute by sharing this podcast with a friend, liking or following on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. You can find us anywhere at We Are Wild Wonder or on our website at wearewildwonder.com. Until next time.